Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Leave It To Be. Thank you for joining me. By the way, if you are not subscribed, please do so. Tell a friend, rate, comment. I want to know how you feel about this lovely podcast. But um, in the meantime, guys, so much has been happening within this past week. Let me tell you, I'm super excited. I told you 2021 is all about setting intentions and being intentional. So what I did was sis booked herself a nice little headshot session. A little pricey, but definitely worth it. I'm excited. I'm looking to be signed to a talent agency for both theatrical and commercial. And I'm ready to just get out there, get these auditions popping. You feel me? Because that's part of the reason why I moved to Los Angeles when I first moved here. Long story short, I was acting. I was doing commercials, uh, theatrical productions. Um, really didn't get too much into sitcom TV shows and things like that, but that is exactly what I want to do this year. She has a lot of goals, y'all. She has been booked and busy doing a lot, a lot of cool stuff in the works. And speaking of which, this podcast episode today, let's get serious. (laughs) This podcast episode today, I am really excited about because I met this girl at the radio station Um, she had the most amazing energy. I was just doing my show. She walks in with her manager and, um, everybody introduced me to her and was like, this is so-and-so. And I was like, Hey girl, you know, you cool. And she was talking to me about her music, how she's so passionate, how she's all about female empowerment, how she loves to give back to the community. So I've been following her these past few years and, I got her on the show. Okay. I'm really excited. Her name is Chanel West Coast. Yes. I know that's right. I love women empowerment. I love to support my fellow ladies. If y'all don't know who this girl is, she has the iconic laugh on ridiculousness. She is hilarious on the show. She's actually part of the reason why I love ridiculousness. That laugh is just, I tell her it's iconic. Okay. Um, she is an artist. You can also catch her on Instagram. She has over 3.5 million followers on there. She has a YouTube channel. She dropped a bunch of music last year. And this year, I mean, sis is booked and busy. She has her own um, merch line. I mean, we only bring the best of the best on Leave It To Be. And with that being said, let's get into it, shall we? Leave it to be and let it be. This podcast gives you all the insight that you need to know about mental health, fitness, relationships. Is your ex trash? Let's talk about what real, real love looks like, okay? Love yourself and don't give a f***. (laughs) Leave it to be and let it be. Hosted by me, Brianna. Duh. <laughs> so hey girl, welcome. I'm super excited to have you on here. Thank TV personality, rapper, singer, songwriter, actress, model. I mean, girl, you do it all. I saw that you even posted a video of you dancing, which I think. Yeah. <laughs> How did that come about? Are you a dancer or is it something like you're doing for TikTok or? Um, yeah, actually, I mean, that's kind of like my whole life. I grew up singing and dancing. Like I was always in choir, dance team, cheerleading. I was in hip hop dance. I was a hip hop dancer since I was like seven. Wow. um, I was dancing all throughout school, like my whole entire childhood. Mm -hmm. And then after high school, I kind of stopped dancing, you know, like I, and then I started rapping. And like, at first when I started rapping, I was like, 
it's a little weird to rap and dance. It's like very MC Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so for a while, I wasn't like doing them together. But then, you know, right. my music got more melodic. I started singing mm-hmm. more. So now it like makes sense to to do the dancing more with the new music I'm working on. I know you have so much that you're doing too. Like I realized that you just dropped an album not too long ago, a couple months ago, America's Sweetheart. What's the background behind um, the name of the album? And also you got some dope people. You got Dreezy from Chicago, my hometown, Too Short, which is phenomenal. So talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, well, basically, so the title came about from yeah. years ago. Okay. Um, every time I'd be out traveling, I'd be in the airport, whatever. Like, I would get the comments so much from people like, oh, you're like America's sweetheart. You're like <laughs> America's sweetheart, you know, because I'm on TV so much. I'm always laughing. I'm always smiling. Yeah. So a lot of people, like, kind of like, you know, I guess see me as that quote unquote image. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that obviously I'm a rapper. I, I there's a lot more uh, grit to me than just mm-hmm. laughing and smiling all day. You know, I've been yeah. through a lot in my life. Um, and I think that that's why I wanted to call my album that, you know, even yeah. though, uh, I'm a sweetheart, you know, I think it's, it's important that women are allowed to also be tough and mm-hmm. strong women at the same time as yeah. being sweet. So, um, so I felt like it was a good title because, you know, definitely there's a lot of songs on the album that, you know, show a lot of like female empowerment and, mm-hmm. and a lot of like my strength. And I feel like, you know, I wanted to show people, you know, I'm tough and I'm talking a lot of shit here and there, but I'm also, I'm, I'm still America's sweetheart. You know what I mean? Yeah. How did it come about with you getting too short on the album? Uh, too short he's the homie and it actually it's such a it's such a funny story so I'm friends with my girls Anaya and Salma Uh who are also on another song on my album with me and um I was talking to too short about getting on the song around the same time as I was talking to them about getting on another song right and they were like we were all talking on group text me and Anaya and Salma and they're like oh we're gonna go to too short studio tomorrow I was like oh why don't we just all like link up go there so the same day that Anaya and Salma got on the song with me. That was the same day that Too Short got on my song. And then they did another song with Too Short the same day also. So it was <laughs> kind of like all got on each other's songs the same day. So oh, um, it was really, it was like kind of random how it came about. We're just all friends. Yeah. That's so dope. I, I love that you're so about female empowerment. When I first met you at the radio station, I hadn't met you I've heard about you because my friend she's also does mornings on K-Day CC she talks about you all the time when we're together we always watch ridiculousness like she loves you and we love your laugh (laughs) we love your laugh it literally makes us laugh we'll be having like the craziest day at work and we just sometimes we just do that on Fridays we just sit down and watch ridiculousness (laughs) so yeah I just I love the fact that you're all about female empowerment I know you dropped a song on Valentine's Day talk Mm -hmm. to me about the background behind what inspired you for I want you uh basically what inspired me is um still still knowing that I want somebody (laughs) in there (laughs) Uh, you know I'm I'm, then that's you know I'm very private about my like relationships and so I don't like to Mm -hmm. talk about stuff um which is I guess a good thing because a lot of them haven't worked out for me so it's probably better to keep it private um but yeah that's what the song's about it's just you know basically realizing that, uh, you know, even though we've taken time apart, there's something that just keeps pulling us back together. It's Mm -hmm. almost like 
meant to be type thing and kind of just realizing that we just like have that magnetic connection and even though I'm trying to get away from you I I want you still and I realize that (laughs) that is the hardest thing is just like relationships especially with I mean you your schedule it just it from afar just from like watching you it looks like it's so hectic how do you balance that time and how do you you set boundaries when it comes to relationships like what do you do with that um you know that maybe that's why these relationships don't be working out for me like yeah. you know I am really focused and like I have like big dreams mm-hmm. and I'm I'm de- I'm determined you know right. and I I always say like even if um even if I didn't like grow up in LA or even if I didn't happen to come into this career I feel like somewhere I'd be like singing in a bar or something because yeah. like I just love music that much right so, um, so no matter what, I'm going to always do that. Like, even not like as it's not just like to make money or just, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, that's what I like to do. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I, I, I like to make music so much that mm-hmm. maybe people are like a guy, like, you know, that I'm dating might be like, mm-hmm. okay, what about me type thing? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, you know, that, that gets hard because it's like, it obviously takes a lot of work to, to make music and to make hit songs and to make all these music videos and all that stuff is time consuming. So, you know, it's just about finding, I guess, the right guy, which is what I'm like, you know, working out right now, (laughs) Uh, finding the right guy who's like very supportive of my career and my dreams Mm -hmm. and all that, you know, that's like the most important thing right now that like, I find a guy that's, that knows how important that is to me and Mm -hmm. is not going to feel like I'm putting that first, you know, I want, Mm -hmm whoever I'm dating to know that like, it's like, this is just what I do. Mm. You know, like you need to just give me my time to do what I do. No, for real. That's actually like, I just got out of a breakup. So he was the same situation. It's like, they don't understand, but they want to understand, but they're not giving you the support that you deserve and that you need. So it's like, you want love, but it's like on my term, not necessarily on my terms, but you, you want them to understand you, you know? And I think it's really, it's stressful too, because as women, we just go through so much, so many obstacles. You even talked about it earlier, just that like, you want to show America, sweetheart, you are sweet, but you still got a rough side to you. And it's like, you got to figure out the balance because you don't want to be too much of a diva or too much this and too much that. It's frustrating. It's a lot being a woman. (laughs) No, it is. And it's so funny. I told like, my girls, um, we were talking about the other day, just like, you know, a lot of people have made comments about like Mariah Carey or mm-hmm. J-Lo or like, and I'm like, look at these women, look at how powerful they are and how successful they are. Like, obviously at some point they had to say no, they had right. to put their foot down. And I yeah. think that sometimes for us as girls, yeah. when we do that, like, we're almost like people like look at us like we're a bitch or something, you know, and it's like, we just have to, you know, stand our ground and, um, and, you know, I think it's more accepted for guys to do that sometimes than us. Yeah. Have you found it difficult for you, like in your career to be able to stand your ground? Like, do you have someone who kind of is like, all right, Chanel, don't really talk this way, talk this way. Like, have you been taught that or did you just kind of learn through, you know, just experience? 
Um, well, what, what do you mean exactly? Because I feel like sometimes in a workspace, you know, and I'm sure like on set, you maybe you want a specific thing or, you know, you don't like maybe an image that they used or a graphic or something like, oh. how do you, how do you communicate without being too much of like a diva? I just feel like that's like the name that women get in the industry is like, oh, just like you said, you said Mariah Carey and JLo, you've heard probably that they've been divas, but it's not necessarily that you just got to stand your ground. Like, have you yeah. Difficulty in trying to stand your ground. Um, yeah, definitely. Like for example, on ridiculousness. Yeah. For years, I said I this camera angle. Like, I can't even explain to you. It's like I don't know if you've ever like turned. You know, like the little mirror in your bathroom, and like you yeah. turn it, and like it gets you at that weird angle. Do you right. know what I'm talking about? A little funky. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly the angle that the camera was on me forever. It was like mm -hmm. the worst possible angle of my face, and I kept telling them, I'm like. I keep getting the comment when I meet people, they'd be like, oh wow, you're so much prettier in real life. And I'm like, what the, f I'm like, I need to look pretty on TV too, you know? Yeah. So I, I really never said anything about it. I would like joke about it, but like, I never was like, hey, you guys, can you like change the angle? Da, 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 da. Finally, after years, I just kind of was like, I just spoke up and I said, you know what? I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I'm like, I, cause now I've gotten into co-directing all my music videos and stuff. And by doing that and like getting behind the camera, I'm like, okay, I can make myself look perfect. Right. So I'm like, let me just raise this angle a little bit. Like, can we just please, please? So I begged them. I finally spoke up after like yeah. hundreds of episodes after years wow. and they finally did it for me. And I've already seen so many comments like, wow, you look so pretty. Like, what's the difference? Like, I feel like people think I got plastic surgery or something, but it's what? just a different camera angle. <laughs> That's so wild. That's so crazy. But why did yeah. you feel like you couldn't speak up like years prior? I, you know, I don't know. I guess really, I've always been very grateful for Rob giving me th these platforms and putting me in these positions. Yeah. And, you know, I guess it's just like, I, I don't know. It's not that I'm like scared of like him or something, but it's like, I knew like, you know, I'm so grateful for him just giving me these opportunities in the first place. I'm like, yeah. who am I to speak up and like complain about anything when I need to be happy that I'm here, you know, like so many people would die for this job mm. to just be basically laughing on TV. Mm -hmm. And I, I need to be grateful for that. And then, and then it, after a, a while I realized like, okay, like it's okay to speak up you know, mm -hmm. about certain things. And sometimes you have to speak up. Yeah. And I finally, like, you know, I guess you could say I've finally built up like the courage too. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's worked out for me. <laughs> like yeah. now, now that I finally did speak up about the camera angle, they were very like receptive and they were like, no problem. So yeah. I'm like, damn, why didn't I do that a long time ago? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, timing is everything and just learning, you know, too. Cause yeah. maybe if you would have said something in the beginning, they're like, who is this girl talking about her angles? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Well, shout out to you for getting your ankle, sis. <laughs> That's what we need. So take me back to the beginning of like how it all started. Because you said you've gone through so much. What do you mean by that? Uh, in my life? Yeah. Well, um, the first thing that really, I mean, the first thing that I, I would say the big thing that I went through in my life that mm -hmm. actually was a great uh, stepping stone for me. And I think really like made me who I am today. Yeah. Um, Oh my God, I don't want to get emotional. I'm like, it, I swear, I get emotional when I start talking about emotional things. Like, I need oh. to get some casted for some crying roles. <laughs> but, um, hey, girl, it's a safe space here on this podcast, I promise. Yeah, but, <laughs> but basically, um, 
I had a my very first my very first like love like my very first real boyfriend. He was also my first music producer, mm. and him and his best friend um, they were shot and killed when uh, I was like nineteen. And whenever he died, that was pretty much like the changing point of my life. Mm. Um, I, at the time, like I had broke up with him and was in another relationship. And these were like my first two relationships, you know, as a teenager. Mm. And the new relationship I was in was with somebody very like verbally abusive. Mm. And that person pretty much like tried to talk me out of doing music, trying to talk me out of doing hip hop specifically, like, you know, they were just like a very not nice person and they stopped me from hanging out with my ex, the one who passed mm -hmm. away. Yeah. And they stopped me from working with him and doing music with him. And, and so when he passed away, it was kind of like a wake up call. Like, what are you doing? You're letting this evil person control your life. Mm. Uh, you're letting them verbally abuse you, stop you from doing music. They, you let them stop you from hanging out with this person. Um, but ironically, I feel like in a weird way that, in some way it might've been a weird blessing for me because sometimes I'm like, what if I was still with my ex and I was with him when they were shot and killed? What if I was mm. there, you know? Mm, so easier. it's crazy how like life just works out and plays yeah. itself out. But that was, that was the moment. Like when I was in the relationship with the verbally abusive guy yeah. and my ex passed away mm. at that moment, I was like, I'm making this MySpace music page. I don't yeah. care what you say. He was like, you're not making a MySpace. Like, you're going to flirt with guys on there. Like back then MySpace was equivalent to like Instagram now. And mm. you know what I mean? And so crazy guys, I'm sure girls go through that now. Like, Oh, you can't have an Instagram. And That's I'm scary. sure like there's teenage girls out there who are probably going through the same thing that I went through. And, uh, it was just, you know, that was the first wake up call in my life. And I literally from that MySpace music page just started hustling my ass off and that's how I eventually that MySpace music page led to me meeting Rob Deerdeck. Wow. Um, but that was just the beginning. You know, I've been through other uh, bad relationships while I was on TV as well, which obviously that's a hard thing too to, you know, to be like in the public eye and, and keep things really private, which I've managed to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Don't ask me how with the crazy shit I've been through. Yeah, I was like, how? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, you know, just crazy fights and things like that where I'm just like, oh my God, how did this not end up on TMZ type thing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so a lot of it's been just, yeah, just, I've been through so many different fucking things. Yeah. But, um, I think that that's also why I stay doing music because that's my outlet. Mm. And even though people want to, you know, maybe hate on it or I haven't had that success yet with it. Like I can't, like I said, I can't stop doing it because I, I never really have known how to cope with things other than music. Like that's, mm. you know, when I'm sad, I put on a, a song that makes me cope with it. Or I write about whatever I'm dealing with to a, a beat that goes, you know, with that feeling. So it's like, you know, that's, that's how I've dealt with everything. Pretty right. Much. Well, first, thank you for sharing that. You didn't have to share that about your personal life and with your ex. Um, you know, we all go through situations in our relationships. So that, you know, being so sacred to you, thank you for sharing that. And it just speaks a lot about the person that you are and how strong you are. And as an independent woman, I mean, even I keep bringing back the moment that we met, it was so brief. But when I first met you, I was like, this girl has something about her that you could tell that she's been through so much but yet you still have such a glow about you when I met you you came in smiling like hey girl like super super happy I'm like man I want to get to know this girl I know it was so brief it was probably like in commercials or something but 
to for you to share that story and see that you didn't allow that to stop you from being successful that says a lot about you so i just wanted to take a moment to just acknowledge that for a second but also you know you seeing how this is a dream of yours it's a passion it's not just something you do for like shits and giggles you're doing this because this is what you love and obviously it's going to speak volume long term because you see the artists that you're working with. I mean, just that alone. So I love the fact that, you know, you have a background story to you and that, you know, no, no matter what, you still are, you know, going to go for your passion, regardless of what you could allow that guy to like stop you from, you know, making that MySpace page to get to where you are today. I mean, it's always a story. And like you said, it was probably yeah. because you know, you have to be in that situation to get to where you are today. So shout out to you, sis. <laughs> you. I appreciate that. No, seriously. I know that was like a long-winded thing, but I'm just, I'm so here for just females and just doing their thing because that needs to be acknowledged, you know, like, uh, you know, as, as women, we go through so much, but yet we still have to put on a face every day. We still got to look cute. <laughs> you yep. know? Especially, and that's, yeah. That's something people, you know, at, at with ridiculousness too, you know, it's yeah. like, they're like, oh, she's always laughing and smiling. Like what's she been through? It's like, that's my job. There's been days where I go to ridiculousness and I'm like devastated by something mm. I'm going through, whether it's my career or personal relationship. And I got to go and put on a happy face for work. You know, it's not like I, I can be just, you know, sometimes you can go to certain jobs and you can kind of be sad or be in a bad mood. But like yeah. part of my job is to like be happy and like, there's been times, many times I've went to go film ridiculous. I'm not happy, but I have to be. Obviously, it helps watching hilarious videos. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, you know, that's another thing. It's like, that's what people don't realize, too, is like, also, as that's my role, to be the cute girl on the show and smile yeah. and look happy. And, like, I have to do that even when I'm going through stuff in mm -hmm. my life, you know? And what do you do for your mental health in that space? Like, how do you prepare for getting on set? Uh, well, I meditate a lot, which I okay. got way more into during the pandemic. Oh, Meditation okay. has changed my life. It's so Thanks. crazy. Like I, I preach, I'm like, I tell everybody, yo, you got to get, get into meditation. Yeah. Like just meditating before you fall asleep and meditating when you wake up. Um, and I read this thing that like, I guess like some of the biggest billionaires in the world, like okay. something that they shared in common is they all meditate. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? If that's what it takes to become a billionaire, I'm, I'm going to meditate. <laughs> Do you use so, yeah. an app or how do you meditate? Um, you know, you can download all different types. They have all these different types of meditation, like albums and stuff yeah. like on iTunes. But obviously YouTube has right. like endless meditations. You can literally yeah. type in a meditation for anything like anxiety meditation. You uh -huh. can put uh, like stressing over a relationship meditation. <laughs> one will pop it? up. She's they like, have one it. for everything. Yeah, I literally, same here, during the pandemic, I learned way more about meditation and how important it is to have like a nighttime and daytime, morning time routine, just because it just sets the tone for the day. I mean, even like with being on the radio every single day, people are just like, oh, you sound so giggly and happy every day. It's like, nah, sis, I gotta like have my zen in the morning. I gotta, yeah, yeah. I didn't say in like kumbaya for a second in order for me to like deliver correctly. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So, and you completely understand like meditation is like it changed the game for me no it does i got it yeah. from rob a little bit too because it's the same yeah. you know 
with Rob, he's obviously the main host on our show. So he right. has to lead us a lot more and do a lot more of that work. Mm-hmm. And he does, you know, he meditates and he's really big on meditation and, and, um, you know, it's the same for you. Like you guys have, you guys have to take time to think there's so much to say when you're like the host. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> meditation, I think helps so much with that. It like take it, it helps you like almost like your mind, like calm down a little bit and slow down yeah. to like process your thoughts better. And what about like, cause I feel like you're so witty. Like all you guys are so witty on the show. Have you taken improv classes? Does that help you? No, I've never taken improv classes. <laughs> I feel like I should though. I, I oh, honestly no. like, I never thought I'd be in this type of career space. Like I always grew up singing and dancing and I knew yeah. I wanted to do music, but like, mm-hmm. I never thought I'd be like, it. like, it's a very interesting job I have. Cause it's like, I'm not necessarily a host, but kind of a host. Yeah, I just yeah. kind of like, like freestyle talk, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And so like, that can get really nerve wracking too with a, with right. an audience. I also think that's why recently I've even seen comments like people are like, oh, you're getting funnier, da, da, da. And I'm like, well, we haven't had an audience for the past year because of the pandemic. Mm. And I think that takes so much of the stress off like so much of the stress because you know it's just me rob and sterling like we're friends so like you know when you're just with your friends you kind of can laugh about things you can't really say in front of somebody else right so we have a lot more of those moments i think now that there's no audience yeah and uh, i think i'm actually getting funnier now that i don't have that pressure of them just like staring at me right there you know um do you get nervous so did you get nervous in front of them or do you think you're just open just because it's like the three homies um, at first I was very 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 nervous like I've never mm-hmm. been like I've been performing my whole life since I was a little girl so I'm not nervous to be on stage mm-hmm. it's um the, the big difference with like with music you know you rehearse it like you know the song you know the lyrics you know the yeah. dance moves like you've practiced it but whenever we're going on ridiculousness and we're just on stage it's like we haven't rehearsed this you're just going out there and completely freestyling whatever you say just like it ends up on tv type thing yeah so you know that's what I think makes me a lot more nervous is like, there's a no preparation type thing. Like, uh, so you guys don't see the video like, prior. No, I don't see nothing prior. Rob sees it prior. I think okay. Sterling might watch it prior. I, I don't know for sure though, if he watches it prior. I'm not, I'm like, not but I don't. <laughs> like sometimes Sterling will say something. Yeah. I'm like, you thought of that in advance. There's no way that was too good, you know? But then sometimes he gives me the vibe, like, like he didn't do his homework type thing mm. <laughs> and he's just like freestyling it <laughs> i just they don't like want me camera. to watch them though they don't like me to watch the videos because um in the very first season whenever yeah. they told me to like i guess i wouldn't react the same i'd kind of just be like oh i saw that already <laughs> oh <laughs> but like your so your laugh is like uh, is iconic thank <laughs> you know? you have the most iconic laugh i mean i'm sure you've been told that like your whole life uh yeah I mean I didn't know I actually didn't know it was iconic till I got on ridiculousness like really (laughs) and then my friends from high school were like yeah you always had that laugh I'm like nobody ever really mentioned it before (laughs) I'm like I'm like wait so that's what I told my friends too I'm like wait so was I always laughing and you guys were like always laughing at my laugh and they're like yeah always I'm like I didn't realize that (laughs) And no one's going to tell me. I'm just out here just laughing. Just I thought it was cute, but hey, got me a show. I mean, who knows? How did that come about with with Ridiculousness and you being on the show, by the way? Well, I was on Fantasy Factory. Okay. And um, 
I was on that show first and Rob was working on ridiculousness and I think yeah. they auditioned a couple other girls mm-hmm. and I think somebody had said to Rob or something like yo Chanel laughs at everything like she should just do this you know yeah and they were like it makes sense because I already was on his show and kind of had the same fan base already mm-hmm. he knew he wanted somebody else different for another co-host right. and that's where Sterling came in mm. um and Sterling was like, he was friends with Drama, Rob's cousin, yeah. who was on Fantasy Factory with us. So uh-huh. that's how he met Sterling. And like, it's uh-huh. funny because he basically just hit up me and Sterling both like a couple weeks before Ridiculousness and was like, hey, I'm doing this new show. Do you guys want to come be on the pilot? And we're like, of what? Right. <laughs> yeah. So we just showed up and we were like so confused at first. We're like, what are we doing? And and then, yeah, we've been freestyling it ever since. How many years has it been around? I feel like it's been around for so long. Eight years. Wow, Eight years. girl. That's so dope. Eight I years? <laughs> I never thought, like, it, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, I'm i very, very grateful. I, I've mm. never been more grateful. Like, on my way to work a couple times this year, mm-hmm. I actually, like, broke down in tears and cried. Like, mm. thank you, God. Like, you know especially during the pandemic it's like so many people are out of work I have so many friends who lost their jobs and Mm -hmm. that's when I really realized like okay there's and that's when I realized you know I used to not resent but slightly resent you know I think that being on ridiculousness has made people not take me seriously maybe as an artist or not understand me as a rapper yeah and I kind of resented it a little bit and then this year you know or this past year the pandemic there was no gigs artists had nothing going on and that's when i realized this was fate from god oh my yeah. god i'm like god thank you you were actually watching out for me because i could have blown up as an artist years ago and if i did i might have left ridiculousness mm. and then i would have been stuck in a year with no gigs no money nothing because i've seen a lot of my friends in this industry struggling that you know it's been like yeah. very hard everybody's having to adapt and do all these online things and that's not as good of money, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really like, during the pandemic, I was like, wow, like, thank you, yeah. God. Like, I see what your plan is now. And like, mm-hmm. I've never been more grateful in my <laughs> life for ridiculousness. Like, I'm like, thank you. That is so beautiful. What would you say, you know, you, we've seen the highlight, what it did for you during the pandemic. What was your biggest scare during the pandemic? Biggest scare? Like, were you worried at all about anything? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely, when it first started, I was one yeah. of those people, I thought it was like the apocalypse. Like yeah. I was stocking up. I was one of the Fair. people hoarding the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> so it was you. <laughs> no, <it's me. laughs> um, no, like I was like very scared. And, and you know, I'm a, like, I'm a, I'm a Virgo. I'm a clean freak. I'm already about like keeping things clean okay. and like, you know, staying germ free. I take a lot of vitamins. Uh, so whenever the pandemic first started, I was like, oh my God, like, and then I started to feel like, I don't know if it was from watching a lot, cause I'm not the type of person that gets brainwashed e- easily. Yeah. And I was watching a lot of commercials and stuff. And I was like, I feel like they're like, I don't know, trying to scare people a little more type thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's what I started to think. And I was like, as an extrovert, I'm the type of person that loves to be out and about. I love making yeah. friends. I love people being social and, um, for me, that was, I guess you could say the biggest scare was like, are we going to ever go back to, I mean, it still is the biggest scare. Are we going to ever fully go back to normal social events and social life? Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like 
you know, obviously like it's, you know, a lot of Zooms and we could still connect this way and like we still see each other, but it's just not the same, you know? Um, mm-hmm. That's like the saddest part. I think that there's a lot of people too, especially for kids, I think uh, when you're in that time of your life where you're developing like social skills, you know, a lot of people, yeah. like I remember from eighth to ninth grade, like I fully came out of my shell during that time, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, there's a lot of kids who, they're not even, they didn't even have that freshman year to like come out of their shell mm. and like, you know what I'm saying? I so know. I think that socially, it just, it's, it's sad because it's separating us a lot. It, you know? it really is. Like my little sister, she's in college right now. It's her first year. I was wilding out freshman year. <laughs> I was like, out because I was so sheltered as a child. Sorry, mom. I was very sheltered. So freshman year, I got to learn who Brianna was. You know, that's when I started like dabbling into like getting on like a mic and hosting at clubs and doing these th- things, even though I was supposed to be whatever. So I just feel like it, it's, it's challenging for children, especially. Yeah. I feel so bad. Like, the most social skills they have are like TikTok collabs. Like what the heck? <laughs> so it's challenging. Did you just get something on your screen? Yeah. Yeah, I did too. Is that a gift from okay. me? <laughs> uh, I was like, sorry, I am I'm going blind. That's why I was like, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> um no, yeah, no, it's, hard. It's, it's been it's been hard. Like another another thing, you know, that it's so crazy. Like my friend's baby, mm-hmm. I was at their house and um, you know, they're essential workers. We all like I'm we get tested for filming like every 48 hours. My yeah. friend, my best friend, she's an essential worker. She works for mm-hmm. that company, Life Alert. You okay. Know, the yeah. old people. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's an essential worker. Her husband's essential worker. So like going to her house is very safe, you know? Yeah. And when I was there and we were hanging out, her baby, she was obsessed with touching everyone's faces. And I was like, why is she so obsessed with touching everyone's faces? She kept like touching our cheeks. And then it like occurred oh. to me, like, maybe it's because every time she goes out, everyone's in masks. Oh, so yeah. like now she gets to see, like, I come oh. over, you know, I, I'm smiling. She's like, oh, there's a face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so like, that's, that's another thing that makes me sad. I'm like for the babies, you know, like I was in the oh. grocery store and like normally, you know, you walk by and you see a baby and you smile yeah. and like, I've been in the grocery store for 20 minutes at this point. So I almost forget, like I'm in a mask and I like right. look at the little baby and I smile at the baby and the baby started crying. I was like, oh. Oh. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I must have scary eyes or something. <laughs> <laughs> Poor baby. He's like, uh, like no. I'm like, but like the baby can't see my smile, so they just see these squinty little eyes like looking at it, you know. Yo, that is why it's the hardest to date right now because everybody's just, it's like literally catfish. I can't. I'm like, you can't even judge. I like go to the gym outside on the the little rooftop, and I'm like, you can't see what they look like because they got a mask on you just got to yeah. see with the eyes and unfortunately like this this changes like the half of the face changes everything it honestly. totally does it's so crazy like and I never realized too how you actually read people's lips a lot when they talk yeah you do <laughs> like, <laughs> now I'm always like, what are person you and a teeth person I like gotta see them teeth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to see what's going on. So, okay. So we talked about where you started and I know, you know, your music, you have been going crazy. Like it's so dope to see you on a TV show. You dropping new music, you got merch, you have all these things going for you. It's such a blessing. I want to talk about um, the background behind 40 yard dash and how that came about. Thank you. Um, Really? I mean, I, 
I, I've told the story a couple times now. Basically, like, I heard yeah. the beat, and I was like, okay, this is like, you know, when you hear a beat, like, it, it inspires a certain type of feeling. You know, mm -hmm. obviously, if you hear a more love song beat, it's like, okay, I want to write about some love type shit. Like, yeah. and when I heard that beat, I was like, I need to, I need to talk some shit on this. Mm -hmm. And I knew I wanted to say something like, I'm like, I want this to be like, almost like a, I run this shit. Like, I, and I was thinking about a metaphor and my boy who was in the studio with me, like literally was like, yeah, you run it like a 40 yard dash. So hey. he kind of helped me by coming up with that metaphor. And then I wrote the whole song mm -hmm. and, um, it, it was like, I knew right away as I was, it was funny because I hadn't even finished the song yet. And I'm like writing in the second verse. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be the cutest video. I'm going to do a football themed video. Mm. I already saw the locker room, like in my head, like <laughs> the, you know, the turf, like how, you know, it, it was just like, it all started coming to me. And I'm like, I got to do a football themed song. Like, obviously yeah. I had high hopes to perform at the Super Bowl. That didn't end up happening. But <laughs> you were in the Super Bowl, technically. Yes, yes, my cutout made it. Yes, your cutout did. So you were there. <laughs> I was there, yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, that's really when I was making the song. I'm not going to lie. I had, I yeah. had, you know, I had high hopes, big dreams. I was like, you never know what, what could happen. But maybe mm -hmm. one day I'll get that chance. And if I ever do, I'm definitely going to perform that song there. Period. Okay. <laughs> and now this year, I mean, I feel like you, you have to set good intentions. You got to set the tone on what to expect for the new year. Even though last year we were like, oh yeah, it's our year. And then it ended up being a freaking panini a pandemic. <laughs> but what, you know, if the world is hopefully knock on wood to open back up, what should we expect from you this year? Well, definitely more music. Yes. I'm already working on my next project. Ooh. I want to just keep the music coming back to back, mm -hmm. mainly because kids just have no attention span these days. <laughs> you know, when yeah. we were kids, we would be listening, like, you know, a, a, a Destiny's Child song. I remember, yeah. like, Say My Name was, like, my favorite song through all of middle school. Same. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm yes. like, now kids like a song for two weeks. So yeah. <laughs> I think it's important to just keep dropping music and, you know, never stay sitting on it. I've made that mistake in the past. So I'm going to be mm. dropping a lot of new music this year. Yeah. Um, a little bit of it I have been sitting on. A lot of it's obviously new stuff I'm working on. Yeah. Um, dropping a ton of new clothing. I have my clothing line, LOL Cartel. Yeah. And we we were a little bit on hold with that because I'm in uh, the store Zoomies. Okay. Obviously, lots of stores, things were weird this year because like lots of stores were shut down. Yeah. So um, they kind of like had my line on hold, but now it's coming back. It's going to be back in the stores. So my whole new line is going to be dropping in Zoomies soon. That's tight, and, Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really cute too. It's all like very like chill, like sweats and like, you know, perfect stuff for chilling at home vibe. Love it. <laughs> um, and then uh, I'm working on a documentary, mm. which I don't know where it's going to be yet. Okay. I can't say what outlet it's going to be on yet, but yeah. I'm working on a documentary about my life that's going to have like from childhood footage to footage from my shows for the past 10 years to literally you see me waking up in the morning with like eye boogers. Like it's, like, <laughs> it's a very in-depth documentary. So that'll be coming out. And obviously I'm... Uh, I, always stay I, I want to always talk about uh like the charity stuff that I'm working yes. with I was just um, about like, to get on that with you <laughs> yeah um oh sorry if I took the next no no I no you take it girl take over um <laughs> uh, but yeah they're doing some stuff with reform alliance mm -hmm. uh with baby to baby global green uh those are three different charities that 
all of them mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what else? I'm trying to like not forget about anything. Uh, I love the fact that you do so much for the community, by the way. I'm trying As... to do even more. I like to do hands-on stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like I like to be like, I, I love to be there like when it's like, we're literally giving back, you know, clothes to the kids and like to be yeah. working with animals and children. And I love to be so like hands-on, which mm-hmm. it's been sad because there hasn't been as many hands-on opportunities for the past year and a half. Right. So I've done a lot of donating and, and mm-hmm. posting, but I can't wait till, you know, it's safe to get back into like a, a space where, you know, we can be more hands-on with helping like people mm-hmm. and, and animals and causes in need. Yeah. Um, that's that's another thing that sucks about this time too mm-hmm. that you know even with like helping out with certain causes is that mm-hmm. you can't even get in person now and do things in person everything is like from a distance but the fact that you're just you're working proactive and trying to do it is just so beautiful because a lot of us it doesn't matter rich poor you know we're all going through a lot during this pandemic so for you to just even take the time to even want to do that just says a yep. lot. So I think that that's super dope. I know you did something right for Christmas. For did what? You do something for Christmas for anyone? Did you do a charity thing over Christmas time? Well, I, I'm involved with Reform Alliance and yeah. I don't need a portion of my album to their charity. Wow. Um, and then uh, I donated to Baby to Baby yeah. uh, around Christmas time as well. Yeah. But normally that like around Christmas time, that would be a time to do like Oh, I did a toy drive. Duh. Yeah, I, w- I was like, was it a toy drive? <laughs> but that was another thing we couldn't okay. even, it wasn't like a normal toy drive, like where the kids could come. So um, because mm-hmm. of COVID or whatever. So, yeah. you know, normally like they do where they drive up, they come and I, like, I love seeing the little kids like pick their gifts. Like there was a yeah. couple kids, mm-hmm. which was through like people who were helping run the, the event, but um, everything got donated got brought to the toy drive mm. and dropped off and then they brought all of the toys later to uh to a I believe like an orphanage or charity okay I really hope that this world opens back up because yeah it would just be nice to be able to I'm sure see your fans and just be out there let them know that you're thinking of them and just say like hey guys I just want you to know because it's 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 different talking to I'm sure your fans on social media versus it is in person everybody looks forward to like seeing that you know face-to-face like connection you know yeah no for sure I feel like that's um you know, I see, it's funny because before there'd be so much excitement of people being like, oh my God, I can't wait to meet you my show. And I've seen a lot of comments now, like, oh my God, I'm never going to meet you now because of this pandemic. And like, you know, so many people are like, they've like, you know, cause a lot of people think that it's like almost never going to go away type thing. I have, I have high hopes. I believe that things are going to go back to normal, Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully soon. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I think a lot of people are just like very, you know, scared and like in mm-hmm. fear of what the future holds. Right. So, um, so that's kind of like a sad thing, but like I do try to stay as much in contact with my fans as I can. I'm on um I have a a, a number that my fans can text me on. Yes. <laughs> so, so is that so, you responding? Do you text yeah. them? Oh, oh I'd be on it. I'm that's really me. Like I text back everybody. I mean, I can't yeah. text back everybody, but like <laughs> yeah. I, it's a it's a really cool like it's a cool thing. Like I get notifications when it's my fans' birthdays and stuff, so I can give them happy birthdays. Aww. So I always tell people to text me on my number eight one eight six hundred six three one one. Oh wow! It's, it's really cool. It's a really great way to stay in contact with my fans. So mm-hmm. I I do a lot of that 
on there too. Yeah. Girl, you're so busy. I don't know. How do you make the time for all of this stuff, sis? No, I try to, this is how. Okay, cram okay. all the work into the same days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like to cram, it's like cram it all, like for example, interviews or whatever. I'm like, give me right. 10 interviews in one day, knock them out, get it done, save money on the glam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that way the, the next day, okay, then I'm off. And so right. it's like really about just like, you know, allotting things getting it all over with, you know, get yeah. it out the way and then you can chill. <laughs> yeah. Time management. I feel like yep. it's just so important. Do you have like a day off a week or do you have some, do you allow yourself some time? Off? I mean, look at your patience. <laughs> she said, what is time off? <laughs> it's like, exactly. Like I just am going up my, like, you know, one time I'm like, my mom, like, I realized she left to go run a bunch of errands. Mm -hmm. I'm literally standing in my kitchen, yeah. sending emails, texts. I did not realize how long I was standing, just emailing, texting. My mom came back, comes back. I said, you're back already? She goes, back already? Like, I've been gone two hours. What? <laughs> I'm like, I just don't even realize it. You know, I'm just like so in the phone, like networking, da -da -da -da, like going nonstop. So I'm always, even when I'm like home, obviously we've been home a lot. Even when I'm yeah. just standing there, I'm still going, I'm still working like nonstop. Um, yeah. But when I do get my downtime, the way I like to really relax is, mm -hmm. is a very good uh, TV show or okay. movie. That's like the only time my mind can stop fully thinking of like working and hustling and everything. It's like when, once I get into like a real good show. What's or, your show right you know, now? What? What's your show right now? Oh my gosh. The show called Your Honor on Showtime. Okay. Let's check it the out. finale actually was last night, but I didn't watch it. I'm like, so I gotta, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really good though. It's like, yeah. you know, it's just, I like good quality. Mm-hmm you know, TV and movies. And it's a really, mm -hmm. it's a really good show. Like you should watch it. Okay. Oh, once again, what's the name of it? Your Honor. Your Honor. Okay. I need to check it yeah. out. It's hard sometimes though. You're right. It has to be like high quality stuff. And because of the pandemic, it's like, how are people even like coming out with new movies and TV shows? It's been so long. I'm like still watching the same season of All American. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's why though, that's, there hasn't been as much, you know, good yeah. news. A lot of shows are on hold, um, which sucks. But I know that's a good one, though. Your honor's a good one. Like I was like, okay, thank God, finally, like a really good show is back <laughs> on. Like you know, like those type of shows where you just get like sucked in. Yeah. Like I love those type. That that's how you know it's a good show. If I start mm -hmm. to lose my, if I start to lose my focus and I want to get back on Instagram, I'm like, eh, you know, you're mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> Your show's you find yourself on there so much. I'm sure you find yourself on Instagram and TikTok all the time. <laughs> I do, but, but that's how I know it's a good show though. If good. it can fully pull me off Instagram for more than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you. I don't have to be on social media for an hour. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Well, Chanel, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I thank you so much for even just like dropping down and, and talking to me about all this knowledge and um, talking to Leave It To Be because I just think that, you know, you're just such a powerful woman in this industry. And I know that you do so much for the community. And I'm just honestly just very grateful to have you on here. So thank I'm excited you. to see what this year wants for you. What did you say? <laughs> Sorry, I'm like all boasting and bragging about you. What did you say? <laughs> it's all good. I said, thank you for having me. Oh, yes, of course. I got you, bro. Well, you have a good one. Go enjoy your show. <laughs> yeah, check it. Check out your honor. You'll like it. It's a good okay. it's a crime drama. <laughs> okay, well, do mama. You have a good one. You too. Bye.
Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was a great time with my girl Chanel West Coast. Let me tell you, she does it all. You know, we love to see it. I love women that are just killing it in the game. And she clearly is one of those individuals. I appreciate all of the hard work. Um, all the effort that she puts into what she does. And you can clearly see that she loves what she does. And that's what matters the most. And she cares about her fans. She cares about her viewers. And that is a beautiful thing to see. And speaking of which, um, hello, friends. If you are not subscribed, if you have not rated, if you have not shared the podcast, I would love for you to do so. Please give me your insight. Please tell me how you all are feeling about all of your favorite episodes because I want to do my job better and I can't do that without you telling me what you love and what you don't love okay and also who would you like to see on this podcast episode who would you want Brianna to have on here please let me know I have a lot of amazing guests coming up in the works I'm excited y'all I am super geek 2021 is ugh we are doing such great things and it's only February. I love it here. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. Continue to be productive, continue to flourish, continue to bring that energy that we need to get through our days. And remember, leave it to be and let it be. See you guys next week. Mwah.